0: 5 a.m. 640 more stimulating talk. It is the Gary and Shannon show. Brian suits filling in for Gary and Shannon doing my civic duty. I'm sorry, Attorney General Becerra. But if if you're going to stand by and let hundreds of uh, young women continue in sexual slavery in California because you don't want to assist federal authorities, then uh, you you do you and I'll, I'll do me. The Senate Rules Committee on Wednesday appointed the first undocumented resident to a statewide post, according to them, illegal alien. Now they're absolutely, now they're just pissing us off when they're making up something like undocumented resident to a statewide post, according to the Senate President Pro Tem, Kevin De Leon. So in a statement, Elizabeth Mateo said she welcomed the opportunity to be on the Student Opportunity Access Program Grant Advisory Committee. <clears throat> uh, she said, while undocumented students have become more visible in our state, they remain underrepresented in places where decisions that affect them are being made. Uh. So it's just – and here's the thing. You you wave a, a red flag in ISIS and Immigration custom Customs Enforcement's face, and they will charge you. But you wave a flag like that in a taxpayer's face, and I'm going to – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my civic duty and maybe drop a dime with ice. Oh, how convenient. She lives in L.A. Hmm. I wonder what's trending. Time for What's Happening. What's that, Will. Uh, wait, where's the stack? You just, oh, you just uh, handed me that. I'm sorry. Producer Nick actually doing a good job. Me looking around, not finding it, doing a bad job. A uh, newly installed pedestrian bridge that connects Florida International University with the city of Sweetwater has collapsed. This is from uh, CBS Miami. Uh, also, the Florida Highway Patrol confirmed several people are dead. At least one one person was taken as a trauma alert to the hospital. Aerial footage shows vehicles stuck underneath the 950-ton bridge. First responders were seen placing one victim in an ambulance. Uh, witnesses said that in one case they had just driven under the bridge. Quote, we actually commented on how new it was. We had heard a loud bang. At first, we thought we had hit something. When we looked around, we realized the bridge had collapsed behind us on multiple cars. I didn't see any pedestrians walking on the bridge. When we looked around, we saw that it was much, much worse. And so, close quote. And so, uh, I, so the word is, it was just constructed, but it had not been dedicated and hadn't been open for pedestrians yet. No, it won't be open until 2019. That was just one section of the bridge yeah. that was just installed so oh, it's supposed to Saturday. go over multiple um links like that or something well, yeah to link to the university so well, i got news on that opening date i'm going to want to push that back a bit the the, uh, the looks like the the main damage is on the cars it collapsed on and we were looking we could only see one clearly but uh, it looks like it there's actually, at least five under there. yeah and so uh fire rescue are there and and the again the if there's a fortunate part of this is that. Uh, heavy capacity cranes, construction cranes, are actually on the scene and uh, are, are going to uh, apparently be employed here uh, uh, really soon. But, but but like I say, uh, they're only confirming several dead. And I don't know. What's the news equivalent? Do we have a, a laminate that tells us what several means? Oh, more, my God. No, more than, no. There's more no, than two. Well, there's no telling, you know. The condition of the people trapped underneath there's one there's one car that it looks like half the concrete is yeah. on half the car so there could i mean there could be injured people in there we don't know exactly yeah. how many i not giving us a number but i know that several is more than one right uh, so uh so there there's that uh also earlier today the miami herald's lawsuit which was found in their favor they wanted the the video released specifically of the, the deputy, who we now know is former, former Deputy Scott Peterson of the Broward County Sheriff's Department. The judge ruled in favor of Miami Herald on Monday that the video should be released. Broward County uh, took a run at it for the past three days, and they pixelated out. At the beginning of the video, there's some students visible walking around, and they pixelated out those students' faces. So they did all of about uh, 10 minutes' work. Uh, over a period of three days, and they released it this morning at 9 a.m. And we spoke with a former Delta Force operator earlier today about uh, – had him watch the video because the accusations that Deputy Peterson, that his inaction um, in staying outside the building and, in fact, warning others, advising others to not enter the building, m- may be uh, a contributing factor to the 17 dead, that, that had he gone in and engaged – nicholas cruz that cruz would not have been able to kill 17 that he may have become distracted or or even dead and that would have ended it so and maybe after he killed five or six but what he did was was fairly quick but regardless the officer did not engage did not did not go in the video has been released and i can save you what did we say nick did you post it it's 20 i can save you i can save you 25 minutes you were having trouble but yeah it it There's not much to see from what we saw. About two minutes in, you are fixed on a single camera shot from one building to building 12 where, yes, you can see the deputy, dark pants, uh, dark shirt, and he stays in place for about six minutes. And then ten minutes into it or eight minutes into it, you see blue and red lights arrive uh, and all that. So the case that Sheriff Israel made that the guy was... Uh, going to be suspended, and then he resigned on his own power. Um, uh, look, looks reinforced by this video that, that there was a deputy on site. Uh, he did not engage, and he did, in fact, just sit there. So it's um, in, in the words of the former Delta Force operator we were talking to at 1030. It was shameful, and he looked cowardly. So, uh, that again, that's a personal opinion of someone who has been in the positions like this officer was, uh, a few weeks ago. All right, uh, we'll continue what's trending uh, when we come back. Uh, it is the Gary and Shannon Show. But you know what? We're not going to do anything until we give you some money. Your chance to win a $1,000 is coming up. Brought to you by Cunning Dental. Need a new smile? Call Cunning Dental for a free exam, H 640 smile Keep listening. Brian Seed filling in for Gary and Shannon, KFI AM640. More stimulating talk. <laughs> If I am six twenty more stimulating talk, Just it is a Gary and Shannon show. Brian sits filling, and uh, they're going to be in for Bill Handel one more time. And if you're looking to win some money, though, you've come to the right place. Your shot at one thousand dollars now. Text the keyword "win" to 200200. hundred two hundred. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and messaging rates apply. That's win to 200200. 200. Win WN win. Answer the phone even if it's from a number you don't recognize. Your next chance to win is next hour. You have a chance to win one thousand dollars once an hour, five a.m. to seven PM Monday through Friday. So there's that. Yeah, you you heard this story right from Monica Ricks. A twenty-three year old man was killed when a boulder crashed through the windshield of the car he was riding in with his wife in Pasadena on Tuesday. Authorities are seeking a suspect who may have intentionally dropped it. According to the CHP, the 21-year-old woman and her husband were driving in their Toyota Corolla on the 134, passing under the Orange Grove Boulevard overpass when a 30 to 35-pound boulder hurtled through the car's front windshield. But that's relative. It was dropped. So they drove uh, into it on the 134 and I think it was at nighttime, so no one's doing. We're not talking about 4 p.m. on the 134 when it would dent your hood. Yeah, uh, we're talking isn't that, about. Isn't that scary? Oh, that it scares the ass out of me. The guy was in the passenger seat, struck by the large rock. The woman immediately drove her injured husband to a local hospital. He was pronounced dead after their arrival. Uh, he was identified as Christopher Lopez. CHP believe the boulder was intentionally thrown from the overpass, and are urging anyone who may have seen suspicious activity on the area to contact authorities. Well, but I mean, I I'm, I'm not going to tell this particular news outlet how to do their job, but what time of day was this? They're not. I mean, they, you know, guess what? There's probably a bunch of suspicious things that happen all day long on the Archgrass, Orange Grove Overpass. But what was it? Night, day? Well, KTLE is reporting that it happened shortly before nine p.m., hey. so it would have been dark. So Tuesday night, nine p.m. Yeah. Wow. Uh, No, that was a really, 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 really ugly incident in Germany when a couple of American dependent kids, you know, family members of a soldier deployed in Germany, thought it would be a totes awesome idea to drop a rock from an overpass over an Autobahn, right? So this Mercedes, like a Princess Die Mercedes 500, is in the far left lane doing 120 miles per hour, you know, 160 kilometer. They drop a boulder onto this mercedes and kill both people inside and it the car went two miles f- falling apart and i i otherwise let's say i'm trying to think of all the times in california i've ever heard of this it's it it's it it's doesn't happen a lot and, it, and and you know it's such a random bit of mayhem for somebody to do and it's just one, I don't know. I mean, that's part of the reason that the, all the overpasses have chain link on them. So I don't, I'm not familiar with the, I'm going to look on Google Earth. I'm not familiar enough with the Orange Grove overpass, but I'm trying to think, is there a overpass that doesn't have a barrier? I mean, this is the reason we have barriers in California. So did someone lob it over the the 10-foot barrier? I don't know. No clue. But that is, that is nightmarish. Uh, then here's your other nightmare. This one, also you just heard uh, Monica Ricks talk about this. A man from Eastvale, 24-year-old man, was killed yesterday on the 210. Metal debris went through the windshield of his car. He he was driving. He was identified by the L.A. County uh, Department of, Coroner Co- Co- department as Stace Woodward, 1242 p.m. So, you know, lunchtime on the uh, westbound 210 near Buena Vista, that exit man's driving a Volkswagen Jetta, 60 miles an hour, number four lane, and a pickup or SUV that was ahead of uh, this person in the number three lane drove over metal debris that was in the road. The debris was lofted up, and it went through the windshield of the Jetta and struck the man. And here's the thing. The debris may have only gone up and maybe backwards five miles an hour, but you hit it at 60 miles an hour. Whatever your velocity is, That's the velocity of the item that's about to hit you, plus whatever velocity it has. Uh, A 25-year-old passenger took control of the Volkswagen, stopped the vehicle at the Buena Vista Street off-ramp. He attempted first aid. L.A. County Fire Department crews arrived. The driver was pronounced dead by L.A. County Fire Department personnel at the scene. So those are two nightmares that that I have. You know, some rando up on an overpass. But, I mean, luckily in California, I think they're all, I think we've been through this 30 years ago or 40 years ago. They're all, there's all barriers. Um, and then the other, the other thing is uh, something falling out of somebody's pickup. But luckily here in California, there are substantial penalties for you driving around without a, uh, with a load improperly tied down. So that's really rare. Though if someone can explain to me why all the house furnishings, House furnishings are sitting on the side of our roadways. I would be curious to hear, but uh, regardless, two two uh, nightmare scenarios here. We're actually, close to each other, the two ten. Um, that's that's close to where it starts bending down to the one thirty four. So um, bad scene uh, right there. Um, when we come back, we're going to be joined by uh, Lana Zach from ABC News. Here's what's going on in Britain today. The U.S., France, and Germany have. Now, full-throated, gotten behind Great Britain, uh, no more of the White House's gray area on whether we blame Russia. We blame Russia for deploying chemical warfare, a nerve agent in Britain for the purpose of assassinating a former Russian secret agent and his daughter. Uh, The British are absolutely positive that it was not an accident. It wasn't a rogue agent. Nobody else has this stuff. Uh, the, the Russians specifically made it for their own uses towards the end of the Cold War. No one else has a reason to have it. They didn't sell it to anybody, and that's what was used, almost like a calling card. And so the, uh, the British are, have been pretty mamby-pamby about this stuff happening for the last couple of years, but they have an ace up their sleeve that Putin probably never thought they would pull, and the British are about to pull it um, because uh, they're calling this the first offensive use of a nerve gas in Europe. Since World War II. So they're taking it extremely seriously. And uh, what's happening in Moscow is that a lot of very wealthy people are starting to panic. And I'll tell you why. And ABC's Lena Zach will join us right after this. It is the Gary and Shannon Show. Brian suits filling in KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk. Drain the swamp. We're going to drain the swamp of Washington. We're going to have fun doing it. We're all doing it together. Drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. Drain the Life Launch. KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk. It is the Gary and Shannon Show. Brian Suits in. They'll be back in tomorrow for Bill Handel. And then if uh, our evil plan works out, Bill Handel will be back here on Monday doing the Bill Handel Show. And Gary and Shannon will be in this very room doing the Gary and Shannon Show. Uh, well, it's time for Swamp Watch, which is just putting off this story about six inches of cat feces covering the floor of an Iowa home. So that'll go there. For now, we're standing by for Lana Zak from ABC News uh, to call in. The Trump administration is hitting five Russian entities and 19 citizens with sanctions for cyber activity. This is uh, we're adding on to what the British are doing. The British are finally sitting up. There's absolutely no way to avoid it at this point. Uh, a- after uh, Andrei Litvinenko or uh, pardon me, Alexander Litvinenko drank his polonium tea uh, a couple years ago in a very high-profile assassination from a very obscure, specific sort of toxic source. And effectively nothing was done. then uh, coming up on a week and a half ago in Salisbury, England, a former Russian intelligence agent who turned out to be a double agent for MI6 an attempt on his life and his daughter's life was made, and the British have identified the agent conclusively, the toxic agent, as a nerve gas made exclusively uh, by designed and made in the former Soviet Union. Landon Zach from ABC News joins us, uh, and after almost two days of not jumping in with both feet, the Trump administration today with France and Germany jumped in with both feet.
1: Uh, they have uh, have now said that they believe, just like uh, their British counterpart, um, that this was, in fact, the work of, of uh, the Russians and that it looks like there is no plausible alternative to it. I actually just returned uh, from England where this was big news. Of course, um, Prime Minister Theresa May called this an assault on U.K. sovereignty. So uh, it's interesting that the timing of the sanctions that uh, that we're now seeing from the Trump administration come in light of this attack and, um, and President Trump agreeing with uh, France Germany and, um, and Britain in condemning Russia for this. But remember, Congress passed this sanctioned bill last year.
0: And they're calling it the first offensive use of a nerve agent in Europe since World War II. And so uh, has the administration, are they indicating that they're, we're going to do whatever Britain does? Uh, we're waiting for the British to take the lead on this?
1: Uh, not necessarily, um, for President Trump, um, this has been as far as we have seen him go, really, when it comes to condemning Russia. Uh, but we're still hearing from, um, from members of Congress here at the Capitol that feel like th- that this minor sanction, action on sanctions is still not enough. In fact, um, uh, Senate min- uh, Minority Leader Chuck Schumer today was talking about Vladimir Putin, calling him a bully, saying the only way that you can, uh, hearkening back to his, his New York roots, which we know appeals to President Trump as well, the only way to deal with a bully, he said um, growing up in Brooklyn, was to stand up to him. Uh, and so it may be the case that President Trump now is uh, is getting a little bit harsher, and we do understand that more sanctions may be coming.
0: Uh, and I'll talk about A little more about that here coming up, but um, now ABC News, you guys have uh, you are confirming that the special counsel, the the, the Mueller Council or Mueller Committee or Mueller team have issued a they've subpoenaed the the Trump election organization for all documents related to Russia.
1: I uh, mean, the, the private that. The organization, business, the business organization, yeah. the Trump organization, which is the umbrella organization for the Trump family business, which includes all of their financial dealings, their real estate holdings, all of that, uh, the, that they have now been subpoenaed by special counsel Robert Mueller's office to provide any documents related to Russia. Um, this really brings the Robert Mueller's investigation closer to the, the Trump family financial dealings than ever before. It's... It, it's very big news, um, though President Trump has previously denied any financial ties to Russia apart from some business proposals that were never fulfilled and the 2013 Miss Universe competition. Clearly, Robert Mueller and his team want to see if uh, if that's in fact true or if there is anything else there.
0: And, and I mean, this is anything related to Russia. This is right. Alpha Bank. This is all the banking, all the loans, real estate, personal travel. I mean, it's absolutely everything, right? Right,
1: uh, it, it's intended to be comprehensive, and um, and we do know that there are, that um, while the president hasn't had uh, has has said he doesn't have any financial dealings, any loans or uh, or other financial dealings with Russia, we do know that there are lots of Russians that have um, that have purchased property from the Trump organization, and that might be something else that, that the Mueller team investigates. And the question now becomes how deep down. This this rabbit hole, do they go and and does it come up with anything that demonstrates Russian collusion and in, in, in the election?
0: Uh, all right, people are wondering why a lot of people like want results immediately. The FBI doesn't work like that, Mueller doesn't work like that. What they just subpoenaed is, I mean, I don't know if there's a term besides terabyte. I mean, this is all this is, is going to be a lot there's, of printed there's paper, a lot,
1: yeah, there's a lot, uh. Certainly, there's going to be a lot in it, um, and it's possible uh, what we've seen previously from these summits. The they have received some of this documentation from other sources already. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of work that they're doing. They're certainly digging in, and uh, and contrary to what we had been he- we had been hearing at one point from the White House that so this investigation was largely wrapping up. This looks like uh, the exact opposite of
0: that. Yeah, considering that he hasn't had a loan from an American bank since 2000. Uh, there's going to be, I guess, 17 years of foreign banking records that somebody had better get some translators. So, uh, all right, Lana, Zach, thanks for talking to us. Thank you so much, Brian. There you go. Um, so, th- meanwhile, back in Britain, the card that I was talking about, what Theresa May, Prime Minister of of the uh, UK, UK knows, uh, is, is something that they've been afraid of doing for the last couple of years because now that there is a pattern... Of um, untimely suicides uh, on the part of some uh, British citizens working with wealthy Russians oligarchs uh, in in Britain, including a guy uh, who who managed to jump uh, uh, jump out of his fourth story townhouse and land on a spiked wrought iron gate when he committed suicide a couple of years ago, and Scotland Yard ruled it a suicide. And so I, I, don't, I would just ask the average person, if you're going to jump out your own window, you know it's high enough to die. Would you aim for the spiked wrought iron gate so n- no one missed that you commit suicide or would you? I, I don't know. So, so anyway, London is the landing zone for a whole bunch of Putin friends and Putin enemies. Boris Berezovsky uh, is one prominent guy. Uh, oh, yeah, dead. Um, they come there with their billions, uh, or for a lot of Russian oligarchs who've chosen to allow Putin to wet his beak in their money. They at least get to vacation in London. They buy property in London. They they bring their money to to Britain, where it's safer than in Russia. And Theresa May's talking about ending that. And and I'll I'll repeat this before we go to break. I'll just repeat this for people who don't know. If you really, if you want to hurt people who are close to Putin, if you really want Putin to feel the pain, you would immediately put ICE agents at every flight at LAX that originated in Russia. Also JFK, and hell, throw in Dallas and Chicago. And every woman who comes off those airline those flights who is past eight months pregnant. You turn them around and fly them right back. Because this is one of the number one things that wealthy Russians do. They fly their daughters or their wives to LAX when they're eight months pregnant. You can't get on Southwestern. In America, you can't get on the plane past seven months pregnant. But hell yeah, you can get on Aeroflot in labor. And you fly that woman to Los Angeles. She holds up in Thousand Oaks or Glendale or Beverly Hills. Until she shoots that little American out, and then they go and they get the birth certificate at Van Nuys. They stay a couple more weeks with prepaid visas, prepaid uh, credit cards. They stiff the hospital. Even though they come here with cash, they stiff the hospital, and they fly back to Moscow with a little American. So stop that. You want to hurt someone with Putin's ear? Stop that from happening. We'll be back right after this. The Gary and Shannon show, Brian Suits filling in KFI AM640. More stimulating talk. KFI AM640. More stimulating black, talk. The Gary black, and Shannon black, black, show, Brian Suits black, filling black, in. Black, for Gary and Shannon and for Strange Science. A billionaire. Some people just have made too much money. A 32 year, 32 year old billionaire. Wait till you hear this. He he wants to be laboratory killed so his brain can be uploaded into a computer or some deal uh, like that. Well, so the uh, the story that we're tracking uh, that we are uh, covering very closely, just to make sure that ICE does not, in any way, shape, or form, interfere with. Uh, one of our newest state employees, just, uh, just to make sure that she doesn't get deported by the evil federal government. Uh, Senate President Kevin De Leon has released, uh, has, has announced that the first illegal alien to a, to a statewide post has been appointed. 33-year-old attorney Elizabeth Mateo, a Santa Clara University law school student uh, who has a practice here in Los Angeles, California, and a Facebook page, Uh, Here in Los Angeles, California, a 33-year-old attorney and immigrant rights activist and an illegal alien will serve on the California Student Opportunity and Access Program Project Grant Advisory Committee. The committee advises the California Student Aid Commission on efforts to increase college access. Kevin DeLeon said in a news release, again, if you have received this news release from uh, a state uh, Senate President pro tem kevin de Leon's office his official state office if you have rele- uh, re- received this news release and let's say you printed it in the sacramento b whatever you do don't hand it to any ice agents because they might act on it because it almost feels like this is being waved in their face so don't do that because he's totally on the down low on this he's um, he's trying to keep this quiet he says quote while donald, while donald trump fixates on walls California will continue to concentrate on opportunities. Ms. Mateo is courageous, determined, and an intelligent young woman who at great personal risk has dedicated herself to fight for those seeking the rightful place in this country, close quote. Again, she's an Ill- illegal alien. So, that, I mean, this is akin to saying that you drink and drive at great personal risk. Because you're risking what's going on. You're a burglar <clears> at <throat> great personal risk. And there's a great personal risk that you will uh, go to jail. Not in California anymore, but. So anyway, he felt that this was so important that it had to be in a news release. And then I don't know if De Leon's staff is aware of this, but there are news outlets at the other end of those news releases, and Sacramento Bee was one of many that picked it up and actually did a story on it. So yes, State of California has appointed a legal alien to a statewide post, and Kevin DeLeon wants everybody to know it and probably expects her to not be deported. At least not be grabbed for, uh, for an immigration hold. Also, according to his office, Mateo graduated from Santa Clara University Law School in 2016 and passed the California bar last year. So at, at the very least, she's, she's a lot more of a lawyer than Tony Villar is. She was born in Oaxaca, Mexico, came to the United States with her parents when she was 14, illegally, according to DeLeon's office. And then I know if you're saying, you know, slow down. What do you mean she passed the bar in California? Get up to speed, folks. I want to say it's been like 10 years since California has allowed illegal aliens to take the California and be recognized and enter the California bar. So uh, so there's that. So, again, I just want all KFI listeners to cooperate with uh, with Senate President Pro Tem Kevin DeLeon on this. And don't spread the word about this. And so just to make sure, I tweeted out all this information. So, if you're on my Twitter feed at Dark Secret Place, don't retweet that because I tagged ICE on that. And I, we can't have them see this because if ICE sees that their nose is being rubbed in the fact that an illegal alien located physically here in Los Angeles at so the Mateo Law Firm uh, is now a statewide appointee, then ICE just might drive up there and, you know, lawfully detain her because she's illegal. What, I mean, what, is, what does this idiot think is going to happen? Well, we'll see. Uh, we're going to be joined by Alex Stone. Uh, Alex Stone has a couple things for us, but also he'll have the latest uh, out of Miami, where this pedestrian uh, bridge has collapsed, and uh, there are dead. We don't know exactly. They're they're saying Miami Herald saying several, which is uh, more than one. So we'll find out. But uh, Miami police called it a mass casualty uh, p- uh, pedestrian. Uh, Bridge collapse. So we'll check in with Alex Stone when we come back. It is Gary and Shannon show. Brian Suits filling in KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk.